Ken. All right. Hello, marketologists. This is Mr. Marketology, and we have another marketing strategy session. Today, I have Alexi, or should I say Lexi? Ooh. I'm not sure. See, I see Alexi, but on your website, it says Lexi. So I wasn't <laughs> sure how you wanted to do it. So, <laughs> but I have um, Alexi on with me and she is going to talk about a couple of things. One, being authentic. Two, how to position yourself as an authority. And three, we're going to talk about your favorite social. <laughs> so um, everybody loves to talk about social media and and, and so forth, but we want to get first into why you can be who you are and feel good about it. So Lexi, thanks for coming on to the call and talking with us today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it and I'm excited to dive into something that I'm so passionate about. Great, and see, you are about marketing, mindset, and what was it? Empowerment. Yes. And I have to, to do one more E that's ex, it, 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 the experience. So, <laughs> so you have to have two M's and two E's, which makes it me, me. <laughs> and then we can get into what is being me. Ooh. So you say talking about, see, I'm Ooh, all about, I'm I'm all about marketing. <laughs> It's two M's and two E's, but you know, you talk about being authentic and mm -hmm. in today's world of unapologetic and I'm just doing me and, and stuff, what, what is it to be authentic? I think it's, it's showing up as yourself, regardless of what your thoughts of the other, what the other person's going to say, what they're going to think what they're going to say about me to your friends, because the most, for the most part, these are just things that we make up in our minds. It's more of a mindset block than anything. I think mm -hmm. that if we just, if we decide we're going to show up as our self authentically by, you know, mm -hmm. if you, if you're a person that cusses, if you show up and you cuss, if you're a person who doesn't wear makeup, you show up not wearing makeup. If you work from bed, working from bed, like showing up authentically yourself, that is going mm -hmm. to attract your ideal client to you because for the most part, you don't want to mm -hmm. ever show up as somebody that you're not. You don't, you want to be consistent and really have a cohesive experience for your future clients, you know, like the people that you want to work with mm -hmm. appreciate the fact that you are authentically working from bed. Okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. They're more relaxed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if that's, if that's your brand style, if that's what you're going for, if that's who you are, mm -hmm. I will definitely say there is a time and a place. For example, I met with a client today and I got ready today. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity, get ready batch record some reels, you know, throw in some little curveballs. But for the most part, my authentic self, I work from home. I have okay. a one and a half year old. I don't put on makeup every single day. So that's how I want to show up. I want to show up so authentically myself that, yeah, it's uncomfortable at first, but at the end of the day, I'm still being me. This is who I am. And if people don't want to work with me because I don't wear makeup, all the time or because I sit on my laptop in my bed, then they're not my ideal client. Okay. Now I have a hard question, which I guess should be easy, but it is hard. How do you find out who you are as a person and as a business? Because in today's time with everybody telling you what you should be doing or which, who you should be, or especially with social, with all of the, um, shall I say fake news, but fake views, <laughs> I'll say fake views, all of the, you know, this is what you should look like if you're a successful person or a successful business and so forth. How can you cut through all the fog and say, I'm this, this is who I am. This is what I like because it's what I like, not because everyone else says I should, 
Um, and this is like my how I do business, you know, because think about it. Five years ago, everybody was in suits and ties. Mm-hmm. Five years ago, everybody was at boardroom tables taking pictures inside of a boardroom. Now everybody being because of the pandemic and so forth, everybody is is remote and at home. Showing up in t-shirts is something that's just normal now. And hey, I have my t-shirt with my saying on it. <laughs> some people are, are in pajamas. And I've seen in some videos, some people, they clearly just got out of bed. They didn't yep. prepare at all. Um, but I mean, how do you say, okay, this is me instead of this is who I want everyone to think is me. If I, if I asked the question correctly. Yeah. I think what it comes down to is yes, the pandemic really ripped a lot of people out of the norm, you know? And I think in just the digital world in general and on social media, there was such a huge pressure for so long for people to fit into a specific mold. For example, when I first started my social media account, I'm a solopreneur, I'm a one woman show, but I would respond to people's comments and say, we agree. We think so too. And yeah, it's, it's like, it's, I was, I was wanting to be so corporate and professional. And at the end of the day, it was not coming across as authentic and it was driving people away because whether we realize it or not, our audience can sniff through the BS. And so when we show up as authentically ourselves, and when I say show up online, that means getting on, let's say Instagram, for example, getting on stories or typing out our blogs the exact way we would actually talk is in, in those kind of ways, like we show up more authentically, you know? So instead of me typing out like some corporate blog, corporate sounding blog that, you know, I'm just hoping that one day we'll get picked up by Forbes or business insider. I'm typing as myself, you know, I'm typing as what's authentic to me. And because there's my audience can feel a human aspect instead of a corporate Mm -hmm. lawyer type, that's going to give them a connection point with me. And that's going to help them connect with me on a deeper level, a more personal level and not like a, Oh, I'm going to work with her because, you know, I think she knows what she's doing because there's definitely ways you can establish authority outside Mm -hmm. of having that corporate suit and tie on. Yeah. And you know, it's very interesting. Whenever I used to uh, consult with corporate and even work in corporate, Corporate chased mommy bloggers. They could never crack that code because their language was so different than the mommy bloggers. And it used to drive them crazy because mommy bloggers would say, hey, this morning I woke up and I picked up little Johnny and little Johnny told me this. And as I was taking little Johnny to school, this is what came to mind. And it brought me to this point. Mm-hmm. And they were hired expensive copywriters and the copywriters would say this morning as we woke up I took my child to the school (laughs) and going to school I noticed a 65 percent increase in traffic and then and then it's like what you know but they couldn't crack because nobody was personable Mm -hmm. everything was a machine in a sense There's no human aspect of it, which is what people connect to. People buy from people. They don't buy from graphics or statistics. They buy from people. Yeah, it's, it's hard. So, mm-hmm. so, I mean, what are some of the things that you do when you start to, I guess, consult your, your clients and say, here's some of the steps you need to take to find out your authentic self? Well, one thing that has been huge lately that actually one of my friends who's a video content expert, her name is Maleri. She lives in Wales, but she told me about this concept of an anchor item. So what an anchor item is, is something that brings you back to like the core of yourself, something that makes you feel really good. So um, she was talking about this in the context of getting on video where she would spray perfume on herself before she gets on video. 
even though nobody can smell her, it just makes her feel better. So I was thinking, I was like, what is my anchor item? It turns out my anchor item is rock music. Like I love rock and roll. I do for, I grew up with it. My parents listened to it. They exposed me to it. And whenever I turn on my rock and roll music, I feel like myself. I, I attach to this part of myself that nobody can take that away from me. It always brings me back to, okay, this is who I am as a core. This is something I love that no amount of peer pressure or any external force can take from me. So having that anchor item, Mm -hmm. something that brings you back to who you are at the core, the root, whether that be like self-care, you know, if you, Mm -hmm. if taking a bath really makes you feel good about yourself Mm -hmm. or, um, getting your nails done or, you know, working out or whatever it may be, whatever it is that makes you feel really good about yourself, do that thing. And then, you know, you'll, you'll be more clear in who you are. And then going from there, you can be like, okay, you know, you, I'm going to, I'm going to do this now because I feel good about myself. You know, I think a lot of time we get, we get clouded by too much scrolling on social media over consumption, right? Where we think we need to be doing this, that, and the other thing because Susie down the road is doing that. And, you know, she got really good engagement on that post. So I should be doing that too. But I think what my whole thing in my business is, is when you show up as yourself, unapologetically, you're going to attract the right people. Okay. I, I think that at the end of the day, the people who know, like, or know, love and trust you yeah. are going to be the ones who, who see all of you, not just the corporate suit and tie. They see, they, they know that I like rock music. They know that I have a one-year-old who screams in my Instagram stories. Sometimes they know that uh, sometimes I post a, Instagram reel from bed, you know, they know these things about me and they connect to those things because that's human life. That's how it is. My ideal client is a mompreneur, somebody who's stressed out, somebody who needs clarity and direction and strategy. Mm -hmm. And they can relate to me on those points. They have like, they have these connection points with me that they know that I know what they're going through, you know? And, And there's a time and a place there's definitely like my ideal client is not somebody who is a luxury brand. It's not. And that's okay. There's, yeah. there's somebody for each of us out there. And I'm going on a, quite a, a bit of a tangent, but that's. No, no, it's I great have. information. <laughs> yeah, it's great information. And, and you know, I mean, like you, like you were saying, having that pregame ritual. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you see it in sports. They come in with the headphones on and usually they have like a, pregame ritual lebron james does the baby powder in the air thing so i mean it's what they do to get them in game mode and yes. so saying figure out what it is whatever it may be that gets you in game mode and then start to go about your your day uh conducting business exactly so, yeah, that that's, that's a great way to put it yeah i gotta figure out mine i i don't i don't know i gotta figure that out so <laughs> I mean, what do you do? Okay. Okay, Lexi. What do you do about the mean girls? Those mm-hmm. I'm being me, I'm unapologetic, so I say and do what I want. And I, what about that, especially when it comes to business? Now, when it goes to just, you know, leisure and entertainment, okay, that's one thing. But, you know, even in business, you have the so-called no-nonsense CEOs and I'm just the boss and da-da-da-da. And they hang their hat on, I can say and do what I want and 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 hide behind unapologetic. Mm-hmm. And, and like you say, you can be like, you're just being mean just to be mean, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, I know the type. Um, I've learned that, especially on social media, the best thing you can do when you see somebody that you don't typically you don't necessarily align with they just you know pressure they have pressure tactics scare tactics they just are just not like the way that they they are is just not a way that aligns with me I hit unfollow or mute (laughs) I don't I choose what I consume online and I think that's a huge important factor of 
us online is again, we overconsume so easily. We can get so inundated with what this person's doing or what that person's saying. Yeah. But at the end of the at the end of the day, we have the choice of whether or not we're going to consume what they post. So I actually have had people that I feel like come off as mean girl type marketers and I unfollow them. I, I choose not to engage with their content. I, I look at it more of a way of, you know, I don't, I don't really like this term. Like that's just how they are, but that's how they are. And I have the option to not engage. So I don't. Okay. And that makes sense. I, I know that, you know, um, the age of Gary V that happened, mm-hmm. you know, when Gary V came out before Gary V, everybody was so, you know, buttoned up and, 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 and so forth. But then Gary started dropping all kind of F bombs and this, that, and the third. And now everybody's in their social, just, I'm just going to say what I want. And I'm like, now you, you sound like you're imitating Gary mm-hmm. V. You know, it doesn't even sound like um, it, it's coming from that particular person or, or people. And so, you know, I just, I know we want to move on to marketing, but that mindset of figuring out who you are and, and really drilling down to who you are because you know who you are. Yeah. Not because on paper, this looks good. Because yes. a lot of times that's what we do. It's like, well, I supposed to be this. Um, and, and it might be somebody else's influence, even if it's your client, you know, I mean, even if it's your client and you're like, well, I know that they like, um, let's say they like red. I'm going to wear a red shirt because I know that they like red and I'm pitching Coca-Cola. So I'm going (laughs) to wear red, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. But you know what people, I think this is one huge message that's really important for people to really understand, not just here, but to understand is that your audience can smell when you're not being authentic. They can feel it. They can smell it. They can see it. It, if you're not being a hundred percent true to yourself, mm-hmm. you're what you're saying and what people are understanding is completely different. It's not in alignment ever. So that's why it's so important to me, like that people just figure out who the hell they are, you know, and what your point is about Gary V. I think a lot of people are like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to be like that because that's what works for that person, but it might not be what works for you. And that's something that I really try to push with my clients is be yourself, like do what works for you. When people are like, how often should I post on social media? I'm like, how often can you keep up? How often can you be consistent? That's, that's I was just about to ask you that. <laughs> I yeah. was just about to ask you that. Yeah. <laughs> like how, you know, I can tell you, this is what I recommend. But if you, if I say you have to post six times a week, you have to, and you can't keep up with that. It, it's not going to, it's not going to work. You have to do what works for you, what you can stay consistent with, what feels good for you. Okay. And that's where, you know, I think people like Gary V when he comes out and, you know, takes off the freaking blazer and is like, all right, listen, we're going to, you know, throw some F-bombs in here. I think that there's an aspect of that that is giving people permission to be themselves, which is great. But I think a lot of people transition over to the, well, again, that's what works for them. So it must work for me. That's not, that's not how it is at all. So I would really recommend to people to really get in touch with themselves, like spend some time journaling, like, there's this, there's this book I got at the Goodwill that has 3000 questions about me, you know? So ask yourself questions about yourself, get to know yourself. Don't let yourself get so inundated with what everybody else in the world is doing that you lose sight of who you are because people can tell. That, that, that is great advice. Um, you know, and I think that's, that's a hard homework assignment mm-hmm. to do, but necessary, you know? Uh-huh. Because a lot of times, I, I think from from birth, uh, or at least from kindergarten, you're always told what you should do or who you should be. And so you're so used to accommodating everybody 
that you do lose sight of who you really are. I know I did. I remember my nephew one time asked me, he said, what do you like to do? And I couldn't name what I like to do. Now, I named everything that everybody else in my life liked to do that I did because they like to do it. But I couldn't say, this is mine. This is me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so I found out that I lost myself and everyone else. And I started working on trying to find out myself. Now, I haven't finished that journey yet, but... Never do. Um, yeah, there's some things I, I'm sure of. I know I like this. I know I don't like that. But, you know, it, it's something that you have to be pretty much intentional with. Yeah. with doing. So You have to be very aware. That's something that I think a lot of us run around. We, I mean, psychology says we live 95% in our, sub, our subconscious, right? We live on autopilot. So I think it's, that's something in itself where it's like we need to be collectively trying to be aware of everything, like the thoughts that cross our mind, you know, the stories we make up, the, um, the things we tell ourselves about ourselves. Like if you, have you ever heard yourself say, I can't do that? Like, oh, do you, in the do shower. you really? Yeah. What you're telling I yourself. I, I used can't. to be in the shower sometimes and I would just be like, I can't. Now it had no context to nothing. <laughs> I would just be in the shower and be like, man, I can't. you know what are you talking about but i'm already programming that today is going to be a difficult day i can't get through this i'm gonna have problems you know and i started to notice it and um i I forgot who said it was it les brown or anthony robbins was saying every time you do that you say cancel 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 now, the first few times I thought I was going crazy because it was like, <laughs> you in the shower talking about cancel. cancel. <laughs> Someone hears you from outside. What is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, but, but I was like, I've programmed myself to tell myself what I can't do or mm-hmm. tell myself you are going to have challenges today before you even have any. And, and so... Mindset is hard. I mean, honestly, um, I, I've realized there are certain things that I said that I wanted that came to, came to fruition. And I was like, wow, I never knew. But, you know, it was sort of like I said it, I believed it, and it happened. And it happened without me actually knowing how it happened. You know, yeah. it wasn't like it was like I did this, this, and this is the result. And I've had things that I said, this is what I want. And it didn't happen, but I don't know where it fell through the cracks because I was so focused on the doing of things to get whatever that was. So, you know, a lot of it is subconscious and it just works, like you say, in autopilot. Mm -hmm. That's, that's why my, one of my signature thing, one of the things in my signature trio is mindset because I can give you all the strategy in the world, but if you are letting those limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome and everything prevent you from taking the next step or taking action, there's nothing else I can do for you. And that's why mindset, I feel like that's more of a foundational piece that works in the ecosystem. It's we're going to work through those blocks. So then we can implement the strategy and then I'm going to empower you to keep going while I cheer you on at the same time. So that's my, that's, I think that's why it's so important to me is because mindset, I see so almost every single client I work with, they have Mm -hmm. some limiting belief. One of my clients, I love her to death. She said she has a product company. She, um, she creates custom products. And she said, I don't want to post this because I don't want to get too busy. And I said, that is a limiting belief right there. And then she was like, oh, it is, isn't it? And I'm like, yes, yes. Because if you, cause she still has a full-time job as well. And I said, if you do post it and you get too busy, then guess what you get to do? You get to quit your job. And I get that that's scary. That's scary. But by saying, oh, I don't want to get too busy. You're, you're telling yourself that, you know, I, this is how, this is as far as I'm going to go. So if you tell yeah. yourself, I want to get busy. I'm going to get busy enough where I can quit my corporate nine to five and do this full time. What I love doing, 
you're going to get there. But if you're telling yourself, I don't want to get too busy, you're going to stay right there. Good point. That's a great point. So now that you have the mindset, the next step is the action, is the marketing. Mm -hmm. It's the Mm -hmm. planning of and strategy of getting to your goal. So how do you transition them from the mindset to getting out of the head and actually starting to market themselves and brand themselves? I think the biggest, the biggest thing is like what their pain point is. Cause there, I could, I have clients who, you know, they show up, um, by they show up every day on social media, like behind their logo, they're, they're posting stuff, but they're never showing their face. So then that's the next step. So then my next step for them, okay, you need to get on stories. For example, you need to like start building that connection with your audience. They need a face to go to build that relationship with. They can't, you can't build a relationship with the graphic. You can't. So then it, it boils down to, okay, what's the, what's, is it imposter syndrome? Is it the limiting belief? Like, why aren't you showing up here? So we try to, we work that through and then it's not just, okay, get out there, do it right now. It's let's do this in baby steps, you know, because realistically, if we're looking at a stairway, you're not going to jump from the bottom to the top in one leap. You're going to have to take a step. So for example, um, my, what I tell people when I, I'm really wanting them to get on stories is I will first have them post a selfie of themselves on their stories and introduce themselves to their audience. So it's not, it's not completely weird. They're posting a picture of themselves. They're like, Hey, this is who I am. Hi. You know, it's scary, but once you take that baby step, it's like, okay, what's next. Then I have them post a boomerang. So, cause then it, you get that, that motion, they can see some expression. It's like the, it's the perfect mix of a picture and a video. And then I have them post a 15 second story you know, just the one slide. And I tell them you can do anything in 15 seconds, anything. Okay. okay. And put a poll on there, do something like introduce yourself on there or say, Oh, the weather is so nice today. What's it like where you live? That's, that's all. And then it's just building off that. Okay. So it's baby steps. Everything is baby steps. It's all working for you know, what's next? Because after we get them conquered on stories, guess what's mm-hmm. next? Going live. That's nerve wracking. That's where the imposter syndrome comes in. Like, oh my gosh, what if somebody asks me a question and I don't know the answer to it? Yeah. Sometimes all it takes is, you know, f- shifting the framework of your mindset and being like, say, I don't know, I'll get back to you. You know, and sometimes we just need that permission to say, it's okay that I don't know everything because I will never know everything. You will never know everything. And anybody who ever says they know everything is a liar. Yeah. And, and again, oh, go the ahead. The thing about not knowing is you can say, I don't know, come back tomorrow on my live and uh, I'll answer that question. And so uh-huh. now you've got viewers for tomorrow. Exactly. And you know what? Again, when you can fearlessly show up and say, I don't know. Let me get back to you. You know, that makes you a human. It makes you authentic. It makes you real. It makes you like more approachable than somebody who has all the answers and is like quick, 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 whatever. It makes you, it just gives you that connection that you otherwise wouldn't have. Yeah. And that goes into your other piece. We, we we were talking about vulnerability, you know, um, the permission to be vulnerable yes because you know we come from the era of everybody needs to be the smartest guy in the room or girl in the room and so you never show vulnerability and i always have it in place and i always take pictures in my my best light with my best filter which is interesting about these filters on a side note <laughs> i'm gonna tell you my little ones got me in the tiktok no mm-hmm. i don't use it for marketing i binge TikTok at night, which everybody will tell you, if you get a TikTok from me, it'll probably be at 12 or one in the morning, but <laughs> I binge TikTok and share. But they will show like these before and after from some of these makeup artists. Incredible. Let's put yeah. it like that. Incredible. Mm-hmm. 
some of these filters that people have that can change. Um, and even some of the makeup artists where they're making themselves in the cosplay. And it's just yeah. unreal. You so can make you know, do a different person. Yeah, completely. And 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 so we come from an age where we don't want to show any vulnerabilities. We don't want to show any blemishes and and so forth. So how do you, you know, coach your clients with saying, hey, it's 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 fine to be vulnerable and you can leverage your vulnerability. Yeah, I think vulnerability and just showing up as yourself, it's definitely uncomfortable. It's a muscle that needs to be worked. So again, that's, it's in baby steps. It's like, you know, if, if I encourage people to show up regardless of if they're having a good day or a bad day, for okay. example, if, if you are really, really, really struggling with imposter syndrome, or you just do not want to show up at all, I encourage you to get on your freaking Instagram stories and tell your audience I really don't want to show up today. Anybody else? Is it just me? And then you know what? You build connections that way because there could be people in your audience that are like, I feel you. Oh my gosh. And then once they get that positive reinforcement that they're not the only one, then it gets easier and easier and easier and easier. Okay. It's all about just working at it and trying because a lot of people... I think we grew up in a society where, again, yeah, it's vulnerability is like, it's, it's, people are scared of it. You know, they're scared of showing these parts of themselves that are actually normal and human. And we're never going to know what's normal unless we start talking. You know, we, I think a lot, in a lot of ways in life, we have lost the aspect to have conversations about hard things and talk about hard things and talk about difficult things. And so it takes one person, one single person to show up and say, I don't feel like showing up today. Anybody else for somebody else to, for them to give somebody else that permission to be vulnerable themselves. That's all it takes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. And, and it gets that conversation going, that dialogue. Um, now, on another note of vulnerability, also, like you were saying, people can sniff through. People can sniff through when you're being fake with the vulnerability. Because I know I hate when I get on and they be like, hello, fam. Today, <laughs> I'm having, going through some things, da, da, da. Mm -hmm. Do you think, could you like, share, please? And be like, really? Really? Yeah. You just wasted five seconds of my time on that, you know? Yeah, you can tell That's my it's TikTok not real. Brand. You can definitely yeah. tell. You can tell when it's for a sales pitch. You can tell when it's just for attention. You can tell when it's when it's just inauthentic. And that's why it's so important, like, to me to, for people to always show up authentically. Like, the good days, the bad days, the I don't really know how I feel today days. It's show up as yourself every single day, how you feel, how you are, because people, people are going to trust you more okay. Okay. for being hundred percent yourself all the time. Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants to follow somebody who's always in a good mood, always happy, never has any problems in their life because that's not real. That's not real. And we live in, we live in social media land, right? Where everything's perfectly curated and people don't want the perfect. They want to know that their feelings are normal. Yeah. Their yeah, bad that, days are normal. Yeah. That's a real good point. I mean, because, you know, you do kind of look at those, those profiles to where it's like, wow. Okay. No filter. Okay. This isn't in front of a expensive car or a mansion. Okay. <laughs> this is normal you know, versus all of the commercials, which is another thing that businesses struggle with because you're used to the polished commercials and so forth. And then you find somebody just has a cell phone, does a video from a cell phone and gets all this, you know, attention. Uh -huh. And you're like, we spent tens of thousands of dollars on this ad and nobody is clicking it. And it's <laughs> so polished that they're like, okay, I know that's an ad. I'm not even going to 
pay attention to it because I know it's Ned, where this person could have said the exact same thing, but it looks like it's just from them. I mean, it's a yeah. cell phone shit. Yeah, I think that's why like product placement marketing is so powerful because you don't even like it just goes into your subconscious, like you're subliminal subliminally being marketed to and you just thought you're watching a video. <laughs> you just thought you're watching yeah. your favorite person and then all of a sudden you're purchasing that water bottle that they had. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. And it does work. And that's why everybody now is into the influence of marketing. Yeah. You know, exactly. and even with that, you can tell who's actually influencer marketing versus somebody that's really good at it. And you don't even know that you're being marketed to. Mm -hmm. But they, like I say, the product placement is there. So, yeah. So that's really a good point. That's another thing, too. I tell my clients if they ever get reached out to by brands, I'm like, only work with brands that you actually like. Because again, people can sniff out if it's just a, a, a plug that they, they can tell. Okay. You can totally okay. tell. And if you are like, you know, I would have promoted this product anyway, then freaking do it. You might as well get monet, get paid for promoting yeah. a brand that you would have done already. Yeah, that's a great point. I got reached out to by a watch company. I'm still waiting on my watch. <laughs> they never did send it i was like yes you know but gosh uh, oh no now they put a bad taste in your mouth you're like well i probably will you, you no, know I, I'm, still into, I'm still into watches but um hey maybe maybe it's lost in the mail who knows yeah it's who been, knows it's only been yeah. seven months now it's that's going to be that every time someone brings up that watch company, you're going to be like, well, listen, they were supposed to send me a watch and I never got it. Exactly. So if you purchase one, you might not get it in the, in the Ooh, mail. See? And that's why it's important for brands to have integrity too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but that, that's a great point. I mean, you know, being the way it's just authentic, it's in there. I, I have actually purchased stuff based on just watching some videos and was like, oh, that's nice. And then there's some that are really clever, like they're comedic and clever of how they're doing the, the placements. And so you mm -hmm. somewhat know it's an ad, but it's just so well done that you're like, oh, okay. Especially there's a, couple, a few comedians that do it very well. So yeah. they'll have skits and you kind of know it's a plug, but it's in the skit. So it's like, oh, okay. And they say, okay. yeah, you know, I'm uh, drinking da da da. And you're like, that was a plug. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I encourage anybody that's listening to this to next time they watch a movie or anything on TV, look for the product placement. Once yeah. you start looking for it, you will never be able to unsee it. That's true. It is you know, the most um, fascinating thing ever. The most genius thing was when I was working um, and consulting with Turner, they had a deal with Cougar Town. And Cougar Town struck a deal with Target. And they product placed the wines, the clothes, and you literally could watch the show. And if you're watching it online, you could order while you're watching the show, whatever they were drinking and whatever they were wearing, That's it was genius. And I really thought it was going to be like what was going to to come for TV. Um, they don't do it. Uh, I think Instagram does it now because Instagram now you can shop. They'll show you the little video and they'll have little dots and you mm -hmm. click the dot and you can buy whatever that is. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that once you like you, you're right, once you see it. It's no turning back. You start to yeah. say, oh, I know what they're doing now. Well, if you think about it, okay, um, it's the movie, what is it? The one with Mark Wahlberg and um, Will Ferrell, the, the dad, one oh, daddy. Oh, yeah, was his stepdad. They're, yeah, yeah, they're driving the, the Ford whatever, that car. Yeah. And I'm like, you just have to think about it like this. There's no way that these multi-million dollar filmmakers are going to throw in a Ford car and talk about the Ford car 
without yeah. being paid for it. That is so much advertising dollars right there. And it's just, it just blows my mind. The things like, even if you had like a Starbucks cup or my Chick-fil-A cup, you know, that's money because they know that millions of people watch that. That's yeah. millions of dollars worth of ad spend. Yeah. And it's, and it's almost like word of mouth. So it, it, right? it's subconsciously referred to you versus advertised to you, which is exactly. totally different. Oh, yeah. isn't it just so interesting? Like, uh, I could I could geek out on that all day. <laughs> Definitely. Me too. Me mm -hmm. too. And, and sometimes, you know, when I'm around other people, they're like, okay, whatever. Because they're not into marketing. So they're okay yeah. whatever You're like, this doesn't interest you what the fact that I you've know. been subliminally marketed to <laughs> every time you go to the movies i used to be like coca-cola genius whenever they have those clinks of the ice cubes and the and the, the soda fizzing mm -hmm. you start you to get thirsty yeah, i you, literally my mouth watered <laughs> yeah you'd be like ah let me go to the concession stand real quick they've mm -hmm. done a perfect job doing it so. literally because you know exactly what it's going to taste like and you start craving it it's kind of like people who like pickles you know yeah. as soon as you think of a pickle and that vinegary feeling my mouth's watering right now thinking about it you start craving a pickle because you want that feeling you want that taste you want yeah and that. and you can even hear that crunch you know See? you can hear the crunch i need to go get pickle. my pickles <laughs> <laughs> Plug for, for kosher pickles. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was sponsored. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, that, 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 that's so, so important when it comes to your marketing that if you're authentic and people are following you for that, that's another way of uh, extending your, your business model. Because Amen. now people want to partner with you because they want you to endorse what they're doing. Yeah. And, and it won't come off again, like a sale, it's going to come off more like subliminal marketing, which is way more powerful than any kind of ad spend. Like if you're getting an ad on your Facebook account, it's way yeah. more powerful because it's already coming from people that you trust, that you love, yeah. that, you know. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So the last part is the empowerment, the empowerment mm -hmm. aspect of it. Um, this is important for everybody. Everybody know that the empowerment piece, that support piece is, is so critical when you're in business, especially when you're in business with a bunch of, um, I guess you would say, yes, men, they work for you. You're paying them. They agree with everything that you, you say, but to have somebody that can empower you, that can support you, whether it's a mentor or, or a peer you know, that's so important. So how do you work with your clients when it comes to that empowerment piece? Well, I, there's two ways. There's empowering them to mm -hmm. take the next step. And then there's me empowering. Well, there's them empower me empowering them to empower themselves. And then me empowering them, like cheering them on. I okay. think it's really important that I think it comes a lot from me first is being like, you can do it. This is awesome. I can't tell you how many of my clients just send me random screenshots and they're like, look, look, you know, and they get excited. And cause they know that I'm going to be there cheering them on. And then the snowball effect of that is they, they want more. They love that feeling of like, I did something you know, and I have somebody that I can lean on, that I can ask questions to, that is going to root for me and is going to give me, you know, that strategy or that little, like even boost when I feel down. Yeah. So I, it's this huge, it's just this, this ecosystem of like, I'll cheer you on, you cheer yourself on, you know, let's, let's do this together. It's more of a partnership. It's a collaboration. It's not just you know, me giving you strategy and then you coming back and being like, why didn't this work? You know, we're working together yeah. the whole time. And yeah. I, you know, like when I teach somebody how to make content, for example, and then they post on their Instagram, this piece of content, I'm going to engage with that thing. Like you've never seen before. I'm like, yes, queen, look at you. This is so helpful. You know what I mean? And helping them feel that like, I'm doing this right. I'm, I'm really good at this, aren't I? Because that's the biggest piece. Cause that ties right into your mindset. If you can mm -hmm. say, you know, I am doing this right. And then the strategy from there is it's, 
it's a no brainer. <laughs> okay. And that's important, especially when you have, um, sometimes, you know, especially with entrepreneurs, it can be a lonely road because you might have not get that same level of support from mm -hmm. people that are close, to you, especially if they don't understand exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it. You know, yep. they have their ideal of what you should, what you should be doing and who you should be, you know? So I, I was just talking with a friend of mine today um, about, you know, when they say stuff like, oh, yeah, that little business that you have or, oh, you, yeah, I see you out there trying to do this and that, you know, that's a little bit of poison being put into mm -hmm. your, your drink every time. And they, they sometimes they're doing it intentionally, but a lot of times they're not even doing it intentionally. It's just that level of support isn't where it needs to be for you. They yes. envision you being something else. Yep, so, they you know, see your potential. Yeah, yeah. Having that support is so important. Um, yes. Especially when you start now. <laughs> yeah. And then I think it really ties in with the mindset piece because, you know, if I tell you, you know, if I try to shift your framework one time, right? And I'm like, no, this is how you should think about it. And that's just not really some, like the way I explain it doesn't really resonate with you. And then you start feeling like, okay, well, I'm not going to ask again, you know, but having like knowing I'm there, knowing to support, knowing I'm there to support you and knowing that, you know, there's always something that I'm there to cheer you on with it. It really ties in, you know, have you ever had somebody explain something to you in one way? And you're like, I just really don't get it. And then you have it, you hear it the same exact phrase, but phrased in a different way. And you're like, I got it. Like, I know what you mean, but sometimes it just doesn't resonate with you in another way, you know? And that's yeah. why the empowerment and mindset piece goes so strongly together. And then the strategy yeah. comes after that. Okay. Yeah. I've had the opposite to where somebody comes and tells you, have you heard about blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, that's exactly what I just said. And they're like, oh, I'm yeah. like, I, I said that. That's what I told yeah. you. Did you? <laughs> yeah. did oh, I oh and the one, the, the one that I hate, the one that I hate is they saw it on Facebook. Oh, mm -hmm. I was seeing this Facebook post and blah, blah. And I'm like, really? Because I've been telling you that, you know, really? Uh -huh. Yeah. Sometimes they, sometimes people just need to hear it in like 10 different ways before it actually sticks in their brain. Like, like that saying, um, what people think of you is nobody's or is, isn't your business. What people's opinion of you is none of your business. I've heard that saying over and over and over and over and over, but like, I, yeah, I get it. I get it. But it, it doesn't like dig deep enough. Right. Yeah. It doesn't hit any kind of pain spot with me, but there was a, um, a girl I follow, she put it in the way of, it's not about you. Like nothing is about you. And for some reason that stuck with me more than people's opinion of you is none wow. of your business. Yeah. So it's just, it's literally, sometimes we just need to hear it in a few different ways in yeah. order for it to stick. And I think that's what I was trying to get with the mindset and empowerment piece. Like they're just, it, it all coexists together. Yeah, yeah, and, and and you're right, and 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 in the environment that you're in too, helps because when you're working with a, a partner or a mentor or a coach, you know, a consultant, you you're in your mind you position them a certain way, so mm -hmm. what they say you receive a different way than if you're listening to somebody else that may or may not be in your business. And you're just looking at them as just, you know, that's just my cousin or that's just so-and-so. Yeah. They don't know, you know, and they can yeah. really know what they're talking about. So, yeah, there's something, you know, that's, there's something, there's two things. There's something about paying someone to help you that really helps you. And then there's yeah. something about, you know, looking up to someone as an authority in a certain area that yeah. really helps too. And a lot of times our coaches and mentors and whatever, they see more potential in us than we see in ourselves. And that's where the empowerment comes into place. It's like, I know what you can do. 
I see it. Yeah. So here's the strategy of how to get here and let's shift your mindset so we can, you know, meet at these crossroads. Yeah, that's true. So, so, so we can get out of our own way. That's exactly. really it. That is literally, yeah. that is, that is the key thing that is holding every single one of us back is ourselves. You know, there, I'm not trying to downplay the lived experiences that some people have had, but you know, there's a mindset to bad things. You know, you can, you can take any situation and flip the script and say, you know what, this is what I learned from that. And this is how I'm going to move forward and not let that happen again. Or, and to change my life for the better, better because of that, because of what I've learned, it's, it's all about our mindset. And if we are constantly saying, because of this external factor, now I can't do this. You are in your own way. You are in your own way. And actually my post for my Facebook today, or not my Facebook, my Instagram is happiness comes before success. Because how many times do we sit there and say, well, I'll be happy when I make a hundred thousand this year. I will be happy once I buy my new Tesla. I will be happy when, if blah, blah, blah. Then you're waiting yeah. on these external factors. And yeah. actually I read the book, The Happiness Advantage, Advantage by Sean Aker, Arker, Aker. Okay. And he explains it so well how the people who are, who choose to be happy, you know, they mm -hmm. find a way to be happy. They shift their mindset actually are more successful than people who are waiting for happiness to come. Wow. That's like a great statistically, book. Statistically proven. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, that's a great book. I had to get that book because yeah. that, that is something like, once again, going back to our conditioning, you know, we are conditioned that after you get a good job and you get the house and you get the, the car and you get the, you know, the little puppy and all this and that, that's what happiness is. Yeah. Um, nope. And that's so we chase money can't buy happiness because if you're constantly waiting on this, that, and the other thing, like, sure, you're going to be happy when you're on a yacht with your a hundred dollar bottle of champagne, but that's just, that's a material thing. Like happiness is an inside job. Yeah, that's true. Money can't buy happiness, but it can rent a whole lot of toys. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Give me, give me my little adrenaline rush. It'll give me a hit of that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Well, Lexi, thank you so much for the insight. Um, you know, if anybody is looking to really grow and, and you know, since your target audience are more uh, solopreneurs and, and women um, that are looking to grow their business, uh, feel free to reach out to Lexi because she has some good information on her site. Um, she also um, has just a lot of good stuff on her social that can help empower you but also help get you in the right mindset and then if you just need that extra um extra help you know go ahead and, and get out of your own way reach out to her and see how she can maybe work with you and help you get out your way and get your mind right basically yeah like she said she don't work with us men though <laughs> well you know if you <laughs> I don't discriminate. Okay. <laughs> My ideal client is a past version of me and a past version of me is not a man, but <laughs> that doesn't mean I can't work with one in the future. <laughs> but that's great. Well, everybody, thank you so much for coming on and um, look forward to seeing you tomorrow with another episode. But for today, we are going to get our mind right. We are going to be authentic. We are not going to worry about our vulnerabilities. And we are going to go out here and take action, even if it's just one small story a day. Amen. So thank everybody for coming on and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.